Today's just a day of inconvenience for us. My day's been fucking shut too. <laughs> Hi. Hello. Yeah. Hello, everybody, and welcome. And welcome. Welcome. Welcome to another episode of the Last Ones In podcast. I am your host, Dry Archuleta, and with me today we have Robbie. Hey. And E. Hello. And a couple hours away in a different part of the state, uh, Sam. Hey. Which today the movie that we will be watching is Suspiria, the original. Nineteen seventy-seven Suspiria. Yeah. Yeah, I am excited about this. This is one that's been on my watch list for a really long time, and for whatever reason I've just never sat down to watch it. So yeah, I'm pretty excited about this one. I'm excited to show it to you guys. Yeah, like this <laughs> is one that people have been telling me I need to watch for a long time and I just haven't gotten around to it. Yeah. I've never heard of this movie. I'm not surprised. He... <laughs> yeah, I'm not surprised either. <laughs> Sur- surprisingly, I, I, the the groups I'm in don't talk a lot about the horror movies from so. the '70s. Weird. <laughs> I know. Um. All right. Before we get to that, though, I gotta ask. I'm gonna start off with the E on this one. What's up? How's things going? Uh, it goes. I got a new phone. That's pretty neat. Yeah, you've had the old one for like. 18 years or something? <laughs> I don't know. Whenever Pokemon Go first came out. Because <laughs> you yeah, got so it from Pokemon Go, right? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just needed a new phone. Oh, so just Pokemon Go just happened to be around yeah, that just, time? It was around that time. Oh, okay. But yeah, so I got a new one. It has four A's and five G's. So that's pretty <laughs> impressive. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, I've been working on my game. I have two weeks to get it into a beta state. So crunch time yay, yay. <laughs> crunch time with i have to do all my other work for every other class it's every game developer's favorite thing yeah crunch. um i did i did have some time to play a game uh oh yeah also i aged i guess that happened um <laughs> yes. well, i guess that's worth saying he's become one year wiser yeah <laughs> um but for for my birthday, uh, my brother got me uh, Grease, which was a game that has been on my radar for a while. I'd have played it. It's a very good game. I'm, I understand how I got so many awards and why so many people talk about it. Nice. Cool. Um, is that it? Uh, I think so. All right. Uh, let's go over to Robbie. What's up? Uh so i feel like every time you ask robbie what's been going on it always starts with uh because he fucking works night shifts i work at all the night shifts and on top over of time every time yeah today this week was a little bit special on that one um so mostly thursday night a lot of people were freaking out because they had laid off about 11 people where i work yay yeah finally and- <laughs> I mean, we've been slow for a little while, so it wasn't too big of a surprise, but everyone started freaking out and like wondering about job security and everything like that. And it got to the point where we had to have a consultant come and talk to us about it, like to make sure that like we weren't freaking out about it because he just said that like if someone's already been laid off, like hopefully this is the last or the only time we have to do it. But <laughs> yeah, but what else are they gonna fucking say? Yeah, sorry guys, we just gotta cut some of you. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's kind of where it went. But like, like, it's not like they're gonna be like, listen, we just fired a bunch of people. We're gonna fire more. You don't yeah. worry. Well, they straight up said like, uh, unless you do something to like badly fuck up, you're not gonna 
we're not going to fire you. I don't know if I believe that, considering all the stories you tell on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, actually. I mean, a lot of the bad work stories was my previous job, but... I mean... Which they're still trying to contact me to, like, go work for them, and I keep on telling them no. <laughs> but they talked to us about that. I guess what it was was um because of the whole thing with the manifolds that we were making for the ventilators and how that job kind of fell through, they hired on a whole bunch of people to work on that because we were supposed to do some crazy number, like, I think, 17 million mm-hmm. of them. And we did like six hundred thousand of them. That's less than seventeen million. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. <laughs> How the fuck did they expect to make seventeen million? So it's because of like the whole rise of COVID thing, and like, which kind of sounds like it's gonna be a weird movie one of these days. The rise of COVID. God, there's gonna be so many shitty COVID. War movies. of yes. COVID. <laughs> so many, probably coming out like next year. There have already been <laughs> two COVID movies coming out, and there's another, like, there's, like, a studio COVID movie coming out, like, this summer, I think. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, Why? The entire world, like, lived it, and are still living it. We don't need to live it more. <laughs> but, Sam, in this COVID movie, what if COVID always and never not COVID? And then, <laughs> oh, if you leave your apartment, you get shot because government. Yeah. I want I want the fucking COVID movie that's actually just called Corvid-19, and everyone becomes ravens. What? <laughs> I don't even understand that joke. What? What? Is that a Corvid, like, a bird? Yeah. Oh. That's basically. <laughs> There's not much other than that. <laughs> that was the whole joke. I just think it'd be funny if it was just disease, but everyone just turns into birds instead. But anyways, uh, the fact that they laid off a bunch of people because of a job that they originally hired me on, but yet I'm still working there, I guess, is probably a good sign that i'm secure yeah you didn't fuck up yeah i feel you're i feel like you're the only one who doesn't fuck up <laughs> i mean there's a lot of people here there are a lot of people i work with that don't fuck up there but there's a lot who do i guess you usually don't tell stories about the people who did a perfectly fine job that's <laughs> true actually <laughs> like, yeah you know, today i went to work and this guy did the same amount of work as me and then we left <laughs> all of it was fine it all yeah. went through perfectly fine it was great i mean that's actually one of the weird things about my job is like if i do my job well no one notices you do your job poorly. I don't notice if that helps. Uh, it's one of those, like, help? if I do my job poorly and QA doesn't catch it and then it goes out into the real world and then you catch it, then I'm in more trouble kind of thing. <laughs> well, actually, not only am I in trouble, but so is QA. Yeah. Now I just got to start looking for problems. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if only you knew what I worked on. If only. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, there's that whole thing. But yeah, I worked overtime this week because they fired a bunch of people. You work overtime every week. Yeah. He works more of us. Well, act, yeah, I was going to say, like, the past couple of weeks where I was actually like, showing up on time and I was actually <laughs> lucid, like, those are the times that I wasn't working overtime. <laughs> Besides that land of inconvenience, how's the hostess with the mostest technical difficulties ists? No, no, Jarrah's not the host. Oh. Sam is Sam. presenting this week. Yeah. Hey! <laughs> How is the Sam with the ham? <laughs> I don't have ham. Oh, oh well, sorry, uh, Turkey. <laughs> well, sorry, we got to skip you then. Yeah, sorry, you don't have ham. We can't even talk to you. Yeah. So, also, try. what's up? <laughs> also, let me say something here. Okay. Uh, my dear brother used to call me Hammy. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, Did I? Eric. Is that me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was very traumatic. Thank you. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay. no. <laughs> um, my day, let's see. Well, 
not really anything to talk about like during yeah. the week or anything, but my day was really shitty. It all started when I woke up. <laughs> <laughs> I did the I I did the thing where like my alarm went off and then I like uh, turned it off and I was like I'm just gonna rest my eyes for like a, a like another minute and then it was like 15 minutes. Thankfully, my brain was like, "Wake the fuck up!" because you have work in like 45 minutes. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. So I had to rush getting ready, and I actually got to work like uh, five minutes earlier than I usually did. Nice. Because <laughs> 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 you're pan- you're doing the but, whole panicking, getting to work thing. So those few minutes really nice until I opened, and then like I had a person right away, and then the register was just like doing a thing that it's never done before, and it wasn't working, and I couldn't do any transactions at all. Uh, couldn't even open it, so I couldn't do cash transactions. Thankfully, all of the people that came in, because it was busy for, like, the first time in a while, <laughs> of course. <laughs> Thankfully, all of them had credit cards, and I could do that. But, like, okay. yeah. And then it's just, like, the whole thing. Anyway, eventually, my boss eventually got it to work by just pressing random buttons on the machine. So... <laughs> It works now. See if you just slam then, your palm on the keys until it opens, then it'll just then it'll work. Sometimes, that's, yeah. That's, you <laughs> do it. Hopefully, that's not like it you was, just sold a million beer. <laughs> after that, it was just right like normal work annoyances. After that, <laughs> <laughs> so I had a shitty morning. But you're better now. <laughs> I am better now. I uh, yeah. ate. And drink some caffeine. <laughs> now I'm here. I have my notes. My mind is ready. <laughs> Let's do that shit. Cool. You're the only one who's excited about this right now. All of us are just like, fuck everything. <laughs> I, I'm fine. <laughs> I think I've also had a completely fine week. <laughs> okay, it's just me. Yeah. <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> it's just me. I'm projecting on you guys, okay? Is that what you want to hear? Yeah, I'm just Are you like, happy now? I'm just sitting here silently, like, swiveling in my chair, and Robbie's like, yeah, fucking poor E over there. Aged. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, how is uh, the not host today with the. Uh, secondest, <laughs> mostest today. <laughs> Damn it, I'm not good at this. Nailing <laughs> it. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, my week was completely fine, actually. Uh, I had a bad Wednesday because that's when my second vax shot was. That actually, my Wednesday was fine. It was the day <laughs> after. It was thur- Thursday. Was fucking terrible. It's is literally the worst aches and like pains that I've ever had, ever. So that was shitty. That's good to know because I get my first shot on Tuesday. Moderna doesn't fuck around, <laughs> so I hope you didn't get Moderna. I got fi- or I scheduled Pfizer, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, uh, from what I hear, Pfizer is like so much better. Like yeah. it doesn't make you feel like shit. I mean, the thing that really sucks about it though is I have to go after work, and I'm not gonna say where we are, but I have to go to the neighboring town. Okay, and so I got to drive an hour out of the way in order to go get my shot. The first shot, you only get, like, slight aches. And from Pfizer, I hear it's even less than Moderna. Like, after my first Moderna, I've got, like, slight aches and pains and stuff like that. It was literally my second shot where I didn't want to live <laughs> anymore. It was She's just, like, awful. Liz is just like, can I get you some soup? Liz, do, do you love me? Kill me. <laughs> kind of, <laughs> actually. Liz, did we set up the will? 
<laughs> What's my life insurance looking like? Uh, I did tell her that when I die, my PS5 is being buried with me. <laughs> Nobody's allowed to have it. You bet. Oh, you're really? going to have so many grave robbers going toward your grave. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking scalpers come over. Bunch <laughs> <laughs> like, of scalpers come with shovels. <laughs> not, not even with shovels. Like, it's the funeral, and you just see a bunch of people fucking opening the <laughs> casket. Okay, how did you know Dry? He just walks past everyone, grabs a PS5, and starts running out the door. Um, yeah, but besides that, my week was uh, completely fine, actually. Watched a bunch of things, but that's some live show talk. Yeah. Yeah, so let's get on to the main event. Suspiria. 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 1977. Yep. Original. <laughs> by Dario Argento. Yes. Which I know Dario Argento was big in the horror space around the 70s. Yes, cannot, that was kind think, of his yeah, thing. I was going to say, I cannot think of any other movie right now. Like, I think he did a movie called Demons, but like, I know he mostly was like in the B rated horror like, era um, or Grindhouse, yeah. maybe. He did Italian horror. Um, which is more like the, his genre is more like the giallo horror, which is more like, it's horror, but like with, I don't know if you know what giallo is, but basically it means yellow and it's like a reference to, um, these, um, like murder mystery novels in Italy. Um, that's basically like the, the, uh, black love killer. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I can dig that. That's basically, uh, I will say that Suspiria doesn't really go into that much. I, it has a little bit of that, but I think a, a lot of his other movies have it more so than this one. Um, yeah. I would say of all the Dario Argento things that I know of, this is the one that like everyone's like, this movie's fucking good, Like regardless of what yeah. they think of the genre. People just seem to genuinely like this movie. Yeah, like every single time yeah. I've talked to all my horror Dan buddies like they're they always recommend this movie yeah yeah so that's that's kind of the thing because like i'm not really like i'm not really a giallo fan honestly because i don't like the way it makes you feel as a human like it just feels gross <laughs> most of the time so this one feels like maybe uh it transcends that i mean i guess we'll see because i i did buy this movie a couple months back and then we had the or we had the suggestion of like maybe we should watch it for the podcast it's like cool I'll put it over to the side, and I guess I'll just watch this eventually whenever we get to it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I'm pretty excited. I'm pretty excited to bring this movie to you guys. Um, This will be like the fifth horror movie I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, to be honest, I don't know how you're going to react to some of the parts. I think, like, it's old enough to where nothing looks super real so you might just laugh at it <laughs> i guess uh needles are there any nah, not exactly <laughs> nothing going into things like that okay that's usually the main thing it's usually like, yeah. the needle penetrating the person that yeah. bothers me but- yeah there's no like penetration <laughs> <laughs> You keep saying it like that. And it just... the, the Is this for... going to be like whenever I said gangbangers for the <laughs> for Brooklyn's Finest? That was just me because I just never heard it in that context. But um, 
Well, you'll be happy that there's no penetration in a sexual way or in a nice. way. <laughs> I think every movie should strive for that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I guess to put it in perspective, like I watched The Thing. I could watch most of The Thing, like with all the gory stuff of The Thing. Not when he's just kind of poking himself with a needle. I don't look away for that part. So if that helps with context yeah. of what he is capable of handling. All the horrible, gory, gruesomeness. Can't stand someone taking a flu shot. Yeah, kind of, actually. <laughs> also, eye stuff is pretty no for me, but is there any eye stuff? Is there eye penetration? <laughs> oh. Um, not exactly. No. You keep saying that. It sounds like, <laughs> we'll see. It sounds like the answer is okay, yes, but you don't want to say it. There, yes with an asterisk. A, I don't want to spoil anything. Like, I don't think it's going to bother you. Okay. Yeah, we'll see. If you I might do, not even you notice have to come it. down here to clean it. <laughs> but that also being said, he handled the Revenant rather well, too. Extremely well. Yeah. There wasn't any penetration. Yeah. No, there, was... <laughs> there wasn't any penetration, but there was a lot of... take an insulin shot or anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, isn't the movie, like, sort of, like, gory and violent at points? It's extremely gruesome. Yeah. yeah. It, yeah. It, it's, like, realistically gruesome. Also, I want to take this opportunity just to I... go back to the Revenant for a second, because we didn't mention it, and I thought it was a huge point we needed to talk about in that. Okay. So here's just an asterisk onto the Revenant thing. Okay, yeah, go watch that entire podcast. Yeah, go come listen back. to that real quick. <laughs> if you haven't, then that's your fault. Um, we didn't bring up the bad lip dubbing. To oh the, yeah, we forgot. Yeah, to the indigenous people in that movie, they just overdub every single indigenous person. That's fucked up. With yes. like, with like English? No, no, with, no, no, no. With native, or were American. they speaking? Yeah, they were speaking. Were they speaking their like native language, and then it just like dubbed it with English or what? No, no, they. It, it was. It looked like they were speaking a foreign language, and then it was overdubbed with another foreign language. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> well, you might hate this movie then. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, it is an Italian horror movie with, I'm guessing, English dub. Yeah. But um, that. Well, that we'll was, get to that later. Yeah, I um, will talk yeah. about that. I just wanted to bring that up. Anyway, this is the part where you ask uh, what we think is going to happen in the movie, Sam. All right. Uh, first, I'm going to go with E, because he has, like, zero idea, I think. No, I can barely um, remember the name of this movie. Suspiria. <laughs> just think of the Rihanna Suspiria. Which, what what do you think? Suspiria. Disturbia. Oh, that's what it yeah. is. Disturbia. <laughs> Rihanna was a huge fan of this movie, you know. <laughs> To be fair, there actually is a Disturbia movie. There is. Okay, sorry. Oh, go ahead. There is. Does it have Shia LaBeouf in her? It does. Yeah. <laughs> That's weird. Okay. Anyway, uh, E, what do you think this movie is about? Um, it's from the seventies, <laughs> so, uh, said it's Italian, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. It takes yep. place in nineteen fifty Italy. <laughs> Hey. Um there there's a there's a killer on the loose in tiny Italy town. And okay. <laughs> Little Italy? No, that's that's definitely in America. No, Little Italy's in America. This is in Italian Italy. Yeah, oh, this I'm is sorry. In, it, this is in actual Italy. Oh, okay. But little town Italy. <laughs> yeah, little ten little ten Italy. <laughs> and there's a, there's like a there's a site there's a bunch of serial killings and the the police are incompetent, so they can't catch the killer. And you you follow um an Italian woman, and 
I think I'm, I think I'm just thinking it's a slasher movie. I think that's where I'm getting at here. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, you're way off. Okay, nice. Nice. <laughs> it's not even Italian. <laughs> okay. It's actually Dutch. It's the weirdest thing. Okay. Um, try. What do you think hey. this movie is about? Um, I kind of actually know a little bit about the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so it takes place at like a dancing school, like a ballerina school, I think. And there's like either a witch or like a werewolf, <laughs> a werewolf, witch maybe. <laughs> and it like slowly takes dancers away and like murders them or sacrifices them or something. And then like all that pressure adds more to the other ballerina dancer people that are there. And then. <laughs> Their ballerina dancer coach starts like killing them, and some people try to leave, but they can't, so she locks them in there. And then the werewolf or witch eats them all. (laughs) (laughs) I think I got some of that right. (laughs) (laughs) But which parts? It's hilarious because I feel like you guys are really going in depth in this. I have good guesses. Yeah, I know. I'm like I setting guess. up like a stage and like setting up the town time period. Yeah. <laughs> I know. There's these detectives in Littleton, Italy <laughs> that are trying to find this place. And then they're like, in 1950. Yeah, in 1950s, 1950s Littleton, Italy. <laughs> and in the end, nothing gets solved. And the other detective looks at, or the other detective says, forget it. It's just Littleton. <laughs> <laughs> So I, I don't know a whole lot about it. I've seen like little tiny clips of it, but I haven't really had the storyline um, really spoiled for me. From what I like, some of the small clips that I've seen of it, I almost get like this weird clock tower vibe. Like I don't know if you ever played that old clock tower game. Um, I've never played it, but I'm like sort of familiar. Yeah, like I kind of get those kind of vibes off of it. So I'm guessing like almost super or supernatural house made of stained glass for all the technicolor uh and like people are getting murdered and they're not sure what like what's happening or why and people try to survive people die bright vivid colors lots of blood the house is made of stained glass oh there's a scene where the bad person just chucks someone through the entire chucks a rock (laughs) i think he's saying chuck someone through stained glass And it does like the slow motion glass breaking while someone's screaming in the background. The person yeah. falls in slow motion. Oh, no, then it just goes like, Ave Maria. <laughs> it's Ave Maria, okay. <laughs> cool. Makes in with the sound of All glass right. breaking and someone um, screaming. Yeah, it's okay. I'm now I'm really <laughs> curious to see what you guys are going to think about this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you just like really overshot the whole plot. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> we assume there's but... a plot and we guessed wrong. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so time for the back of the box, and I don't have the box, but Robbie does because he actually has a physical copy. Yeah. So Robbie... I stole Sam's back of the box, so I can read it instead of her. <laughs> <laughs> Jessica Harper stars in this frightening tale of a young student who uncovers a dark and horrific secret within the walls of a famous German dance academy. 
What spirals out from a simple premise of one of the most powerful and hallucinatory nightmares ever captured on celluloid. Not just film, celluloid. <laughs> which I cel- say cellu- celluloid. Weird. Celluloid? Yes. There you go. <laughs> Dario Gento Suspiria comes to home video from Snaps' film in an exclusive new 4K restoration from the original uncut, uncensored 35mm Italian camera negative. With the original 4, uh, 4.0 English surround sound mixed for the first time ever. Ooh, yeah. fancy. That much coveted 4.0. Yeah, it says 4.0 English surround sound mix. Ooh. For the first time ever. Painstakingly restored over the past three years, Synapsis Film has created the ultimate special edition of this horror classic with supervision. With the approval of the film's director of photography, I'm going to butcher this guy's name. I am so sorry. Luciano Tavoli? I think it's like Luci- Luciano Tavoli. That sounds like it's right. Italian. Luci- so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. According to the back of the box, this movie is rated R. Doesn't say why, just rated R. And mm-hmm. is 98 minutes long. So just a little bit over an oh. hour and a half. Also, there was like five words of that back of the box that was the, the description of the movie. <laughs> Yeah, yep. I think it's mostly just in like, like check out how awesome this movie is. You should just watch it while these circle jerk each other. I think that's kind of worrisome knowing about Dario Argento and the Italian horror scene in the 70s. I think that literally is the entire movie. No, listen, if that's your movie, go whole ham. Have the back of the box just have one giant ass sentence on it. <laughs> it's like shit happens at a German dance school. Yeah, just fucking it. Go all in. <laughs> <laughs> Sam was just making a bunch of faces. <laughs> Not gonna say shit. <laughs> Gotta watch for ourselves. That's good. That's a curse. Also, you guys are watching those. it in 4K, and I'm super jealous of that. I mean, no, it's actually, Blu-ray. we are watching it in 1080p, mastered from a. 4K uh, original, which is what a lot of Blu-rays did at the time. I still do, actually. That's something that only Dry knows what that means. It just means that they got the 4K (laughs) negatives and mastered them up to what could be 4K quality, but they put it on a disc that can't read 4K quality. Yeah, so it's up-resing, but then it got down-res. Basically. It's 1080p with anti-aliasing, basically. Yeah, that's pretty much what it is. Um, So, Sam, if anybody wants to watch this with us, where can they do that? Can they do that? Uh, yes, but there's only a few places to stream it. One is Tubi, and there's ads. Boo. Because Tubi. The next one is not so great. It's YouTube. You seem to bring and... a lot <laughs> of things that we just kind of have to find on YouTube, Sam. Yeah, I... <laughs> I I don't know why. <laughs> or you can just buy a physical copy, which, you know, you should. That's anyway. what I did. This is a great movie. Yeah. <laughs> if you're like a true horror fan, you should buy the physical copy. Look, look at your <laughs> Except I don't have a physical score. copy, so what am I? <laughs> yeah. I will say whenever I did look this up myself uh, for where you can watch it, it did say you can watch it on Amazon Prime. However, that's the 2018 version. Yeah, you can only the only version on there. You like you can't even rent it. You can't even rent the original. Yeah, on, uh, um, on Prime. Amazon Prime. It, yeah, if you look up the original for Amazon Prime, it'll say not a, like not available in your area. So, some if you're outside the U.S., maybe, but not here. I don't know, maybe, but like I looked it up on Amazon Prime, and 
the only thing that popped up was the uh, remake that came out in 2018, you said? Yeah. yeah. Also, there is, um, it's rated R, and uh, I think it's only rated R, like, here in the U.S. That's the only re- way they would, like, bring it here, and then they, like, cut out eight minutes of it to actually get the R rating. Weird. Um, to bring it over to the U.S. Um, I don't know if this version, because this was a long time ago, I don't know if this version is the version without the, with, like, the cut scenes. I want to say, because you yeah. said it's 98 minutes, right? It's 98 minutes, but this <laughs> one says that it's the 4K restoration of the original uncut and uncensored oh, version. Oh, right. There you so. go. Yeah, okay, then. Then cool. I guess we're probably going to be watching a slightly different version. Maybe. I'm not sure. Maybe it's the same one is on YouTube because that's where I'm going to watch it too. Um. <laughs> I mean, also seeing it, the YouTube version of it is uh, an hour and 38 minutes long. So I'm guessing. Sounds about right. Yeah. But it's like a classic. So like, of course, they're going to like not stream it anywhere. Make you pay like a million bucks for the money, physical yeah. copy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or I know watch it on a free website with a bunch of ads. But yeah, um, it was like um, when it came to the US, it came like like five months later after it was released in Italy. And I don't think it was actually shown in theaters here. I think it was just like, I don't know though. Cause I couldn't really find like a whole bunch of info about that, but basically 20th century, 20th century Fox, but like not them. It's like a, a different branch of it called uh, international classics is what is who released it here and yeah the only way they actually could have released it here is cutting out that eight minutes which yeah (laughs) weird what is in that Uh, eight minutes i don't know apparently you guys are yeah someone just says the c word that's it (laughs) (laughs) eight minutes of him saying the c word over and over again (laughs) i yeah we'll see um (laughs) okay what next uh, we go watch it. Yeah. yeah, I think we're ready. Okay, I guess we go watch it then. I feel like I'm a really bad host, guy. You're doing great. <laughs> so not... Doing okay. great. That's about how I do when I host every <laughs> like four months. Yeah. So we'll be right back. Back from watching, I guess, Suspiria. Watching Suspiria. Very long for uh for Rihanna song. Yeah, it was a really long music video, and the song wasn't even in there, which was really annoying. <laughs> yeah, I don't even understand. Very what the bold point of it take was. on the director of the music video. Though. Yeah, really. It was just like this weird remix that was done with bells. But they meant, made sure to play a song a whole lot, <laughs> just not hers. <laughs> Anyway, let's get to the movie, Suspiria, <laughs> 1977. Sam, take it away. Hey! <laughs> so, I feel like there's a lot of negativity coming from Tariah's direction. <laughs> I have a feeling he didn't like this movie. <laughs> why would you say that? Because you're like, why did you do this to me? <laughs> Oh, Sam, I can't believe you've done this. 
man. <laughs> um, so what everybody thinks. <laughs> well, you got you gotta you gotta choose a victim first. Okay, um, I'm not going to try it because I don't give a fuck. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> Dragon, go suck it. <laughs> uh, Robbie, Robbie, yeah. what do, what did you think? So the movie has a very vivid color palette. I'll say that for sure. Um, it is very done remastered wise. It has very good audio and it has it's very colorful and it pops out. It's very vivid whenever you watch it. So visually, it's like especially for a movie done in the seventies, it's very stunning. But not a lot happens in this movie, and like I'm still kind of confused on what the hell I just watched. Yeah, so um, basically, it's it is not plot heavy. What it says on no, the back of the no, no, it's, it's not. <laughs> I feel like they had something. Like there's definitely something to work with here, but they don't do a lot with it. That's my major complaint about this movie because like I felt like I was falling asleep through some of it, and then I felt like maybe I missed something. And according to Dry and E, I didn't. There's nothing to miss. <laughs> if you watch the first 30 seconds of this movie and the last 30 seconds of this movie, you'll get the same thing out of watching every other part of this movie. Yeah. <laughs> I right, disagree with turn. that. <laughs> I mean, I'm hoping, yeah, I'm hoping Sam could shed some likes. I feel like there is something here. And like, it felt like with what they had there, uh, they had an idea. They had a plot. Like, it seemed like it was a good plot, but it seemed like they didn't go very far with it. Like, it... It's kind of a movie that drags on. Um, I wouldn't say I don't feel like it drags on personally. Like, but but yeah, this this movie is not plot heavy at all. It's I don't even know if we need to like go into like pre spoilers. <laughs> it doesn't doesn't matter. Uh, I mean, we can make the judgment call now. Is there really anything to. to spoil? Genuinely. Okay, so basically, yes, yeah, it is but... about this. It is about this American girl going to a, a dance school, and there's witches. Pretty much uh, it. Like that's... kind of witches, kind of vampires, kind of werewolves. Uh, it's witches. Yeah, it's witches. Didn't you hear in the expedition dump? When I that know old they guy said it's witches. <laughs> I'm just saying, like how they did it is very witches, also vampires, also werewolves. It literally could have been any of them. It never really explains anything. Yeah, I think that was probably one of the major problems I had is like there's a lot that seems like it, that's going on and none of it's explained. Like it's and it's all happening in the background, so you don't see what's happening, but it's happening. Mm-hmm. But like, I wouldn't say it's a terrible movie, but it's not my favorite Italian horror movie for sure. Like, I don't know why this one was so highly recommended compared to some of the other ones I've seen. I think it's very. Uh, highly recommended because it is a classic and it is really beautifully shot like it it is yeah. like it's, that's why i wanted to start with the compliment because like the audio very well done even though like they had like the one song like the audio is well mixed <laughs> that one song um, was yeah. mixed so well. but and it is shot very well too like the colors like I said are very vivid and they do pop out a lot and like it almost felt like a west and or wes anderson film with the way that the colors would pop in the background and like the way that everything kind of popped in or popped out whenever you w- would watch it pretty much like dario argento told like the cinematographer to watch snow white that's what he wants that's the kind of color palette that he wants for this movie <laughs> could see it yeah what did you yeah. think e i couldn't follow this movie at all 
Uh, some of that's this movie fault. Some of that's my face blindness, as we've talked about. Um, I didn't, I didn't know who the main character. I, did we, did we say we're not caring about spoilers on this one? Yeah, there's not a not to, the the one spoiler is that there are witches. Yeah, like that's literally um, it. So at, in the first like ten minutes, a girl gets murdered, and then we go and follow the American. I thought the American was the one that got murdered, and I thought that was gonna be like a big plot twist later. Is like revealing that it was like they overtook her and like were mimicking her life to like get into the dance land. Huh. I thought that's where it was going. And then I was like, I think I just mixed up these two characters. Yeah, that sounds like that's what happened. <laughs> yeah. Here, yeah. Um, I mean, to be fair, the character who gets murdered at the very beginning. I kind of mixed her up at like at the very beginning. I realized they were different people, but she seems looks very familiar to the girl who'd like basically befriends the main American character in the movie. She looks oh, very yeah. similar to the woman who gets murdered she at the very beginning. She does look similar to that. I, I, yeah. She does. I, I got very mixed up. Um, I mean, hindsight, obviously we're, we're <laughs> in the year 2021. Uh, a lot of the effects are kind of silly. Yeah. There's the part where like a dog is mauling a guy <laughs> to death and it's clearly just a puppet. <laughs> Yeah, they clearly put a puppet dog on a guy's neck and just moved it around a bit off screen. Yeah, um, <laughs> speaking of this dog, they really wanted you to like think this was like a crazy dog at certain parts, and the dog's just sitting there all happy, like, yeah, yeah. Like, and they have to keep like cutting the shot so they can put in some stock barking, like barking and growling. So, yeah, because like the dog just wasn't. <laughs> they're like being a dog a chicken at the end, basically. Yeah. And like, look, he's murdering blind man. Don't ah. show blind man, though. Don't show him. Don't show blind man. He's, <laughs> he's definitely not eating raspberry covered chicken. But yeah, um, I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't have like an appreciation of horror because I just haven't seen enough horror, so I can't like see it from that perspective. On its own, it's just kind of very hard for me to follow, and I just, I can't, can't really tell what going on basically ever and things just kind of happen and i'm like okay that happened i mean also i should say for that scene where that dog mauls that blind man uh the one thing that dry kept on getting pissed off about throughout that entire scene is there's definitely floodlights that were on top of this guy <laughs> to light up the scene and they did nothing to cover those floodlights yeah like you can just see the floodlights that are lighting the scene in the background and the foreground and they didn't give a shit about hiding that the floodlights were there the street lamps, Daria. No, they're clearly floodlights. <laughs> Did you I mean, exist it could be night? floodlights, or it could just—I don't—I don't really know. I never—I mean, I didn't uh, see anything about that. But they did, like all the uh, interior shots. It was shot on in a studio, on a set, and all the exterior shots were um, actually outside. <laughs> yeah. So I guess I should say my piece. I genuinely have no idea why this is so well regarded in the horror community the only literally the only thing about this movie that is even partially interesting is the cinematography but like that's that's it like some of the shots are composed extremely well but nothing else is good like there's just the acting isn't good just based off of what this movie is and how everything is overdubbed so like Oh, so it's here's not the, good. Uh, so here's the thing. It does seem really weird 
But the way they shot Italian films back in the day was that they shot them without sound. And in this movie, multiple people were talking in different languages. Yeah, so like they couldn't communicate with each other. Yeah, so they had to go back and dub everything afterwards. So that's why it sort of seems off sometimes. <laughs> right, like when I was looking up, because on the Blu-ray that Robbie had, it gave us the option of watching the 5.1 Italian or the 4.0 English dub. And everybody on si- online said, watch the 4.0 English dub. That's the best version of it. So that's what we did. Um, and like the when people were speaking English in the movie, their lips matched up really well. When they weren't, it didn't. That didn't that didn't bother me. It's the fact of like Especially after watching the Revenant. Yeah. Yes. Um but like the part that bothered me is that there seemed to be no purpose for people having the conversations they're having or why they're having a conversation or the conversation. Like things just are happening and then the movie literally just ends. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you nailed it. Things just happen, and the movie ends. And the thing is, the plot is not why you watch this movie. You watch it because it it looks great. (laughs) It looks awesome. There's a lot of cool things going on in it. The plot is not was not Dario Argento's fucking strong suit. I I get the whole idea of, like, this movie is visually stunning, especially for being shot in 1977, and seeing it remastered looked really, really good, but, like, I don't know, I feel like there has to be more than just visuals for a movie. There has to be some kind of plot that's going forward, and, like, even when it comes to, like, Italian movies, too, like, like I said, a a movie I feel, or an Italian horror movie I feel like actually is better was uh, a movie called Don't Torture Ducklings, because that was also an Italian horror movie, and there are parts that are laughably bad in that movie, but... It's, it has a better plot, if you ask me, and that makes the movie more interesting to get through. I feel like everybody is way too concerned over the plot. It, it doesn't matter. I mean, it's just witches in a school <laughs> running a I mean, fucking dance also- school. That, that's the only thing. It's like nothing deeper than that, really. And if, actually, I'm going to go off. <laughs> actually, if you want more plots, watch the remake, because that movie is like an hour longer. And instead of visuals, that movie focuses way more on story. Like, it's hardly even the same movie. Only the basic plot points, which is dance school, uh, Germany, which is... Other than that, it goes way, like, way further into plot stuff and story stuff. And it has, like, way, like, muted tones rather than, like, beautiful... Color. beautifully shot like this <laughs> yes both of them are very good in my opinion but i don't know like the the problem isn't that there's just no plot to it because there's a story they're trying like she's kind of trying to figure out what's going on in this school don't know why she's trying to figure out because really there's no reason for her to be trying to figure out it's just that like everything is just presented like there's no reason for it to be presented it just sort of is like i feel like this is one of the things that I hate about so many screenplays like nowadays too is that like like okay, we need to have something happen now. So tell make another character go to the main character and say something is happening. Why? Because they said the it's happening. Yeah, like there's no reason for it to happen. Like there's no reason for maybe there's like a witchy thing going on, but like 
which is the shrug isn't like a good enough reason to be like, oh no, they didn't like the blind guy there, so uh, dog went crazy. Well, the dog bit Timmy. Right? Why? He's a witch. Why? He was born into witches. What do you mean? Just because he, he's the son of one of the witches. That's that's my problem with this. There's no why. It just is. Like that's so frustrating. It just is. <laughs> why are you not a why. witch? <laughs> it's just. But if there was reason behind it, I think Dry would probably get this movie a higher rating. I would, because like, visually it is stunning. That's literally the very first thing I said. It's like, wow, this movie looks great. Yeah. But, like, the sound and how it cuts into the dialogue and everything else happening around is so awful okay. and annoying. So, this like, actually is immediate in the movie, you notice this. Like, she's just kind of getting off a plane and walking, and then it keeps, like, cutting to the song. Yeah, like, yeah, it cuts every single time that- it's doing I, it off just... purpose because it's showing basically okay you're sort of she's a sort of entering a new different world and if you notice like everything is sort of outside exterior is more like grounded based in the real world and everything in the school seems more like a surreal um a fairy tale like i guess and, and it does it on purpose but, I, like, the thing I, is that it doesn't feel natural. Like, it's literally, like, different sounds are happening. In the middle of a sound, it just cuts the music and then cuts back. And, like, it doesn't feel like it's naturally well, doing it. It was naturally doing it. It was to, to whenever the like door that. would open. Well, it was whenever the door would open uh, to the airport. It would play that song. And then as soon as the door would close, the song would stop. It was so and silly. And it did it three times. Like That's how he wanted it. Then he wanted it bad. <laughs> I disagree. I very much disagree, and I think you you suck. <laughs> Good rebuttal. I, like I don't necessarily like again. It's I agree. It's silly. I don't necessarily think it's bad. Like if that was to set the tone, which it arguably did. I don't know. I I feel like I would have to watch this movie another time to actually figure out what was going on with that. If I think that yes. was. Chances are I'm not gonna because this like, movie. I knew what is it was long. going for. I just think it was bad. <laughs> Sam is disapproving. Oh uh, man, we're gonna have another fucking Rashomon episode, aren't we? Yeah, apparently. This is a rather beloved movie that we're all just like, I don't like it. I don't get it. I think you just don't have appreciation for this sort of thing. That's the thing. I mean, I literally don't have an appreciation for it because I don't. I know like you don't like. That's more acceptable, I think. But cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. I'm free. <laughs> uh, I think for me, what it, I think Drive might be in the same camp as me with this, but it was this movie was so hyped up for being so great, and then we watched it, and it just wasn't anything that anyone hyped it up to be. It wasn't anything. I disagree. But like, what? Why? That's what I'm wondering. Like, what what is the thing that is so attractive about this movie? I already told you. <laughs> but it looks pretty. Yeah, I think it's shot really well, and I I think a lot of the things that you would consider a flaw is something I really like and I consider charming. Even like the weird dubs and <laughs> the music. Um, actually, like the first time I watched it, I. I didn't really know what to think either, to be honest. I I thought it was like overhyped. Then I thought about it more, and I was like, it. I don't know. It's kind of a cool, weird atmosphere, and I think the music and stuff adds a lot to it. 
it grew on you as you kind of let it sit? Yeah, actually, the first time I watched it, I absolutely, I kind of hated the music because it's so, yeah. like, jarring and, like, um, chaotic, but I think it fits really well. I mean, my, my only issue with the music is that there's only two tracks that they use a lot. Constantly. There's yeah. literally two songs, and that's all you hear. Like, listen, I love the Lord of the Rings songs, but if literally all they play is the Mount Doom thing and the Shire theme through the entire movie, I will fucking blow my brains out. Like, and I I don't think it's always the, like I think this movie does pretty well when it doesn't really have any background music. I well I don't there might be like slight background music but not like such a jarring one because I think it kind again I do kind of agree like this movie does set up its atmosphere pretty well, and I think like every now and then it just plays the same song, and a lot of times it's the same song multiple times in a row. Yes. Like, that's really where my issue comes. Like, the song does fit the movie. It's just like, oh, bad thing, played song one, ooh. Bad thing again, song one, ooh, this one's slightly different, song two. <laughs> and like, or sometimes it's just like, song one, and then the scene just changes to something else, not related to it at all, and they're walking and talking, and they're like, huh? Song one, and then the scene just changes. Like, there's no reason for anything to be happening. It just is. And then it just plays the same song. like. Yeah, but there's nothing wrong with that. That's the thing. There's nothing wrong with things just happening. Just, be, just to happen. I mean, I'll agree with you. I, do, I don't. I, I don't know. I feel like you just maybe don't understand it or you don't have a pers- an appreciation well, I, for Dry, it. Dry doesn't like a lot of things. When I talk to Dry, he doesn't like a lot of things that don't have like a point, essentially. Yeah, I know. Like, there are a lot of like shows I'll watch that I love, and I don't like. I'm like, you probably wouldn't like it because there's not like a central plot they're constantly going for. Yeah, they're not doing anything. They're wasting they're doing my time. St- they're not wasting your time. That's such a self-centered way of viewing the things. What is it trying to like? What is what is this movie trying to do? Set up its atmosphere. Cool, but what if I could watch a movie that also has a really great atmosphere, but also has a story that I care about? You can do that. Cool. Then this movie's wasting my time. It's not like wasting a movie your that's time. Sold frontwards and backwards at the same time. So you're watching a movie twice over for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really know what to say other than like I feel like you don't really have an appreciation for it, and that's why you don't really see the point in it, or you have complaints about it. It's like whatever. Like that's your thing, and it's wrong. But. <laughs> <laughs> So, like, tell me what I'm supposed to appreciate, then. I already told you. <laughs> it has great atmosphere, and it looks awesome. And I also think um, um, Jennifer Harper, the girl that plays Susie, I really like her. I I think she's cute, and she has, I don't know, interesting expressions throughout the whole movie, I guess. I, I like her as an actress. I really didn't like her. I, I'm not even saying that to like just be a dick, but I thought that she was like super over dramatic and like it didn't fit the rest of the movie. Really? Because I feel like a lot of people say she like under she's like not dramatic enough. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like her friend is more dramatic than she is. Her friend is super. Her okay, she is too dramatic, and her friend is way too <laughs> dramatic. Like, whenever her blonde friend is dying or, like, being chased or whatever, and she's super scared for no fucking reason, literally no fucking reason to be scared, because nothing's happening, and she's, like, 
crashing herself into the glass cabinet. <laughs> yeah, it's dumb. But I feel like you hate it because it's dumb, but I love it because it's dumb. <laughs> That's the difference here, see? <laughs> I don't hate it because it's dumb. I hate it because it's dumb for no reason. <laughs> oh my god. Uh. <laughs> hey, Drea? Let me ask you a weird question. Would this movie be a, like, if Sam presented you with, like, a boyfriend that she had who is really handsome, but he has an eighth grade education and won't stop talking about his leather pants? What? what? <laughs> <laughs> like, really pretty, but there's no point to it? That's a weird way to say that. That's a really weird way to say that. <laughs> this is the a really point, weird movie, the too. The point of it is that it's really pretty. And it's shot yeah. really well. That's, That's what I'm saying. If she, came, if she presented he... you a really pretty boyfriend that he she had, but he was really <laughs> dumb and wouldn't stop talking about his leather pants. I mean, I feel like she's introduced me to that boyfriend before. He was a dick. I didn't like him. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, you don't fucking like so it. Does that make my point then? <laughs> oh, fuck. I know how Drya feels when Eid said he didn't like. John Wick, though. <laughs> Probably. Or now you know how I felt whenever they're like, "Yeah, Rashomon sucked." And I was like, "What do you mean?" Fucking I, <laughs> I liked that goddamn movie. <laughs> you said the movie was okay, and then you agreed with everything Dryo was saying. I, I still liked it. I can like an okay movie. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> Nevertheless, you both shit on it. <laughs> so, like, here's the thing with this movie. I really do like how it looked. Mm -hmm. It looks great. Never once did I have a complaint about the visual style that it was going for. I thought some of these special effects were silly, but that's just kind of of the time and of the budget. Yeah, they can't really do better. <laughs> right, exactly. Like, they're, they're stuck in what they had to do with that. Like, the weird coat thread, coat thread, coat cutting thing where it's, like, clearly just a pork loin with some latex on it. Like, fine, whatever. Like, I get what you're going for here. Like, that's not the stuff I'm I'm complaining about at all. It's It literally is just like I feel like the movie presents you with what's supposed to be a mystery, but then it's not a mystery at all. And, like, the characters just know what's going on, and she's like, yeah, it's a witch, I think. And then the girl's like, I think it's a witch. And then she just goes to a guy and he's like, fucking witches, right? And, like, that's it. Like I, She goes to a guy who's like, I don't really believe in magic. I think it's all about broken minds. But, you know, you should ask my professor. And he's like, Fucking witches. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. I, I just love, like, I was so taken aback because it's like, wait, how is this guy, like, studying under this guy who, like, completely believes in witches and shit? Yeah. And being like, yeah, you know, I think it's a, bro I guess he could still think that, but just like, you know, I think it's a broken psyche in a matter of this and that. And just like. And I think that's something that could have been, and, and we haven't seen the 2018 version, so we can't say whether they do that for the newer version or not but i feel like this movie would have done better if like maybe she was having some weird nightmares and she couldn't explain why she's having those weird nightmares but then like people are just randomly disappearing from the school and they weren't sure why kind of thing and and then like the more she looks into it the more she finds out that like maybe there was a coven that or like it was built on top of what used to be a coven or something like that and like the coven never left but like None, nothing like that's ever explained. It just is. That's the thing. I was like waiting for like that to happen. I was waiting for there to be like a plot point to where it like drives her to have a reason to do something or have a reason for the witches to not like her because there's also not a reason for that. Yeah. But she like neither much. ever happen. I mean, to be fair, most foreign people just hate Americans anyways. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't blame them. <laughs> <laughs> We're negative assholes. I have a movie for you guys, Len. The remake of Suspiria 2018. <laughs> Fucking watch that movie if you want more story. <laughs> or a story? Yeah. There's a story here. It just goes around about way. But, like, the problem, again, <laughs> I mean, that's probably going to say that a lot. Um, like, I just dislike how she goes upstairs and it's like this whole fucking thing of her being scared for no reason because there's nobody around. And then she hides behind that, like, sheer blanket that you can completely <laughs> see through and is super well lit. And then the witches are just like, kill her! Kill the American! Why? She knew too much. <laughs> she didn't know anything! <laughs> she knew more than anyone else. She was suspicious because she was being drugged. And... and yeah, they never explained that either. Like, yeah, why is she if, being drugged? And although, like, even if they even explain, like, oh yeah, like they're hiding drugs in her food to make her be paranoid or something like that, then that nothing like that's ever explained. They just, okay, I'm just gonna throw away this food now because she was pretty suspicious from the start. She thought she weird saw. things were happening. Yeah, I mean, she saw that the person left, and she knows that the person died. Mm-hmm. And what the person said. Well, kind of. <laughs> Flower. She knows enough. <laughs> flower. Twist the flower. Secret room. Yeah. Yeah. Y- you want more more from it plot-wise than it's ever going to offer for you. And and I feel like you're just not going to appreciate it because of that. And you're just going to like be a hateful bitch. <laughs> 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 you hear that? You hateful bitch, you. Salty, Being kid. such a hateful You're fucking bitch. <laughs> you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Uh. Something is just like the difference in what we want from a media. Because like, I can enjoy some, like. Honestly, I kind of dig the like weird drugging thing with her and like making yeah. her drink weird blood and not explaining it because I don't think it really needs an explanation. The personally. poison thing, I don't think it does because we all picked up like uh, clearly her food is poisoned. Yeah. Yeah. But like also the like, wine seemed to clearly be blood. Yeah. Yeah. But like why? Is that like a witch thing? You have to do something with all the dead bodies. <laughs> it's just witch what stuff. It's just witches. That's the explanation for everything. Witches. I'm not saying it was witches, but it was witches. <laughs> I don't like. I don't know. I don't really see. Like again, it's. I don't really need to have an explanation of why it's blood, personally. But because I don't think it really impacts anything. Well, it's. I don't know if it's supposed to be blood. I think it's supposed to be wine, but like they put something in it, and when she dumps it in the sink, I think that's just like the weird. I don't know, something weird that they put down the sink special. Know, that's what made me think it was blood. Yeah, like, it, it the way that it stained bloodish. everything. It looked legit like blood, and it was like bubbly like blood. It didn't look like, like blood. Thick. It looked like paint. That's what the blood looked like. It looked like the paint. blood in this movie. Yeah, it looked like the blood in this movie. Which this movie <laughs> looks like they just straight up got red paint and yeah. threw it on people. Yeah. Yeah. I think they probably did. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know that or like <laughs> cornstarch, and maybe it's cornstarch and wine. I don't know. Maybe. Because it was in people's mouths. Yeah. Then again, it was the yeah. 70s. Like, just just put this lead paint in your mouth. You'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Gives you a buzz. <laughs> Probably. I mean, I feel the same about most horror stuff in general when I see it. Like, the death scenes are all over-the-top silly. And I just, like, he's, like, stabbing her, but it looks has such a limp-ass swing to all the stabbings. <laughs> Well, it also makes it seem like they're going to reveal who the actual murderer is, because they just show the arm of the murderer and its glowing eyes. Yeah, That's it. 
Yeah, it's probably that's just, anything. That's just that's just part of the, like the Jallo sort of thing, though. Like this movie sort of has it, but doesn't like completely go into it. And if you watch any Argento films, then a lot of it has to do with that. <laughs> there, there's a lot of like um, black love killers. <laughs> yeah. Right, like, that's the thing. It sets up that, like, the killer is this mysterious thing that you have to figure out. And, like, it just give goes him nowhere. this weird, strange, hairy arm. Yeah. That's what, that that's weird, strange, hairy arm? Werewolf. I believe that's actually Dario Argento in the beginning. <laughs> okay, so the, the director's just a very hairy man is what you're that's saying. That's his cameo in the movie. <laughs> his hairy arm? Yeah. Gotcha. That's the best Actually, the I think cameo. I think in a few scenes you're supposed to be able to see him when there's, like, reflections, too, but I don't think that's on purpose. <laughs> yeah, probably not. Just up the time. Remember, this is like not a very high budget film. I couldn't find a yeah, budget yeah. for it, but like I think he did great things for, you know, probably not having a very big budget. I mean, none of these Italian horror movies did have a big budget. And that's why I think a lot of people cut them so much slack. But like I from hearing like everybody who I've ever talked to be like Suspiria is one of the greatest horror movies ever made. Oh my god, you have to watch Suspiria. Oh my god, it's so good. But like it looks good. So is the problem is like it was just overhyped for you or it's just cuz you don't like good things? I love good Probably things more. actually. <laughs> Thank you. You can tell by all the very popular things Dry hates. <laughs> I just I guess I expected something revelatory. In ways that, like, other horror time, movies... Though. It was at the time. It, I mean, it's considered one of the best films, not even just the best horror films, but best films of all time for a reason. It's because it did something so different. Nothing? Oh, my God. I, mean, I imagine it probably has a lot to do with the cinematography and the way of storytelling, if I had to hazard a guess. Yeah, I guess. I just, I keep also, waiting for Sam like have something that convinces me of like why it's so good i mean she told you why she thinks it's good if you why, I don't think agree with that i don't then. know what you can it's like the uh, fucking movie you you're waiting for this big old grandiose twist and there isn't one exactly I and guess. i just <laughs> okay so here's the thing i i don't feel like especially with you i don't feel like i can um i guess explain why I like something so much and like convince somebody to like the same things. I just, I can't like either you have good taste or you don't. But I can see where dry gets really, it from. Dry I, says that too. I, I feel like trying to convince somebody to like the things that I like is sort of like a dead end pointless path to take because like people appreciate the, different things <laughs> i'm not asking you to convince me to like it i'm asking you to show your passion for it and why you have it i already did do i have to repeat myself i guess god damn it <laughs> no <laughs> but also this movie was filmed in four months so <laughs> that's a really long time uh, yeah, yeah for a horror movie I don't think so. Horror movies are, because they're so cheap, are shot usually within a few weeks. I mean, they're also filmed in different countries, too. 
like the outside shots were filmed in Germany and the inside shots were filmed in Italy. Yeah. Just because like I mean it takes place in Germany. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, mean, I just feel like you can't like well, I mean I don't know the laws in nineteen seventy seven, but you can't just like build a set in another country, I don't think, without getting a lot of permits and shit. I don't know. But like <laughs> was it just was that like a limitation of the budget? I don't know. That's I I could not find like a lot of like production information. The thing that I read said it was filmed four months. There wasn't like a budget. I couldn't even find like an exact number for like box office. Um, I mean, I found a box office, but I didn't find a. I found a few different numbers for box office. Yeah. Um. Also, what. <sighs> When it came to the U.S., I'll have you know that it was the seventh highest grossing film in the country. Also, okay, the, these are the box office um, box office and home movie and rentals and stuff. I don't even, like, it doesn't, like, go into specifics. But from Wikipedia, I got that in Italy, it made 1.43 billion euros. And I, is that, like... I don't know what the conversion is, but like euros are. Uh, they're worth more than. More. Yeah. And also, this was like the Italian version of euros. I think they changed it to like uh, actual like euros or something like that. Like in the 2000s. Uh, I don't know. It's. Either enough. way, I don't know if that's just like theater and rentals and like DVDs, like all time, because it's been like. What? 43 years 40 something years so that's like a long time (laughs) but but also this number says in north america it made 1.8 million in rentals um because i don't know if it even came to theaters here or if it was just a home video and then imdb says um the cumulative cumulative worldwide gross was 20 like over a little a little over 21,000 and then another place that I saw was like international it was a little over 35,000 and then the same page says like I I don't know if this is like an international just like everything theater like just everything together but it says said it has made like 4.6 million so I I don't I can't even find like an exact number for how much it's made. It seems like nobody really knows. Like it probably was not tracked at the box office probably very not. well. Probably not. <laughs> I like bad movies. I like good bad movies. <laughs> but also Dario Argento was still making a lot of movies past the 2000s and I've heard that like any anything since like the mid 90s and up is like really really bad i'll give you an example the last movie he wrote and directed was in 2012 and it was dracula 3d <laughs> that's the last one he wrote and directed i don't is know is that a hollywood production yeah i don't know, I, don't dracula know. Is i think it was open. yeah um this is another thing that i read that suspiria was the first italian film to use um steady cam technology I would believe it. There's some really cool hallway shots. Yeah, with our whoever they're character. following. Yeah, we're following also through the think, hallways. I think there's a lot of 
really cool like um i don't know what you call them like shots like from above like in the the part with the dog the shots that are like made from really high up i thought those shots were really cool i i just kept looking at the flood lighting because at that point i was pretty checked out and so i just kept looking at the flood lighting and then bitching about the flood lighting like honestly like it just a lot of it probably is expectation versus what this movie actually was for me because so many people had been hyping this movie up for so so long about it being this revolutionary thing and i can't see besides the visuals which it again admittedly gorgeous but i can't see like where else this movie does even well which is like the part that really bothered me because like i felt good for once about going into this and like me e and robbie all being lost and all being bored and all waiting for something more to happen and it never did I wasn't waiting for something like that. I mean, to be fair, like, I think we'd probably been more invested if there was either A, more murder, or B, there was, like, more creepy witch stuff going on, but... Actually, maybe more creepy witch stuff. More murder, no, because I thought the murder went on for too long every time there was murder. So what you're saying is you hate women. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I'm saying, Sam. Good job of being able to get reading between the lines there. And that is another thing that I read because, like, we because on the back of the box it says that there's eight minutes that were cut from it. And from what I read, like, I just looked it up really quickly, but it was saying that the eight minutes that was cut was apparently in 1977 when this movie came out, they felt that the murder scenes dragged on for too long and were too gruesome. So they just kind of snipped them down and cut them to where it cut about eight minutes off of the movie. I don't think they're too gruesome, but they were too long. Like, they just went on for too long. They dragged on. I think it's like, I know what they cut is like the fun parts of them though yeah that's the problem it's not like the dog doing a second bite and the dog barking for three minutes before actually something right they left like the dog barking at something and then took out the bite yeah and then they probably just it's like what is it and then it just hard cut to the dog eating chicken yeah probably (laughs) like that that's that's the thing they probably did cut out the eight minutes of all the murder stuff that was fun yeah i want them to cut out the eight minutes of the murder stuff that isn't fun (laughs) <laughs> i know I, I i felt quicksand barbed wire was fun that, that was, was too long too <laughs> though apparently that was her, like apparently that was one shot <laughs> i can believe that yeah, yeah. me too <laughs> one shot. and also the actress um had like red marks all over her after that scene because she kept getting oh, pinched by the wire <laughs> yeah. yeah that makes sense like it's pretty clearly not actually barbed wire but it, which I is mean, that would still hurt yeah yeah it would still hurt just be running around or and, running also, like, and also um who doesn't have like just a indoor interior room full of, filled with barbed wire <laughs> <laughs> the iconic thing it really puts the... okay fuck it those... how did she not see it <laughs> I just, those That's are so out. why didn't she fucking see it <laughs> because I guess, witches like, everything in that weird hallway scene is just hilarious because like what the fuck is this infrastructure of this building because she like climbed out a window into barbed wire land and then there's a door on the other side why are there these two rooms that are just connected by a window and why is this just the barbed wire room i mean you could just throw barbed wire in there (laughs) but like it literally is just like that entire scene with that blonde friend and like her entire chase is so stupid. It's very overdramatic, but it's fine. It's, it's great. So and like you can't fucking open a lock that is just go up with yeah. the butter knife. And I he's know. Like, fucking. Eh. He like is struggling. So I, also, to like pull I like up. the um the parts um 
where the music kind of cuts out, but you can still hear it in the background, the clinking of the guy really, really, really struggling, or the girl, no, no, never shows, <laughs> really struggling to get that lock open. <laughs> <laughs> Like just every time he comes back, he's doing the same stupid thing. I know. Yeah, I like, like it would make more sense if like what because E kept on saying just hold it down. Yeah, like what is he gonna do if you just hold down the lock? Like it would make yeah. more sense if like she was trying to hold it down, but like she had to keep moving your hand because like it was getting close to the blade or something like that. That would cause more tension for that scene. Uh, I just but, like. I, I know it's like a trope that people make super stupid decisions in horror movies, but it's just like everything was the worst possible decision you could make yeah. during that I mean, sequence. Even how she stacks up all of the luggage to get through the window, <laughs> she does it in the worst possible way. <laughs> I just realized he never actually opened that door. He just went around. Yeah, he just yeah. walked he around. Never to, he never figured out how to open <laughs> so, the door. That's because he that's... knows she went to the barbed wire room. <laughs> He's like, oh, I got the trap set up. <laughs> he knew. <laughs> that was his plan all along. He knew how to open the door. He was just fucking with her, so she'd go into the barbed wire also, room. Also, who's he? Is she? Know. Yeah, or she. They, no, that arm say. is too hairy. Witches. Well, that could have been a different... Pro- Witches, butch lesbian witches with hairy arms. I mean, there were were a few guys there. There was Bubbles, the weird butler guy, and then the younger kid, which I think he was a student. There was like, yeah, he was a student. So I legitimately thought that because you don't see that other blonde dude that's like attracted to our main character after a certain point. Yeah. I legitimately thought it was going to be the witches turned him into a bat, and that's the bat that she kills when it comes into the bathroom. Maybe they did. All her food away. Maybe yeah, they did. Been. You just never know. You can make it up in your mind. You have to make it up in your mind, actually. <laughs> and that's fine. That's perfectly fucking fine, Shirai. <laughs> make it up in your mind and use your goddamn imagination for once. <laughs> I, if I want to use my imagination, I will write my own story. I want them to tell me a story. They did. You just didn't like it. I mean, that kind of goes along with like the whole thing of like a Norman door. What? Uh, a Norman door is a door that has instructions written on it. Because like, you know, a push-pull door and they have to write push on it. So like, people push on it. And say, but even though it has a handle on it, like you're supposed to pull it. Uh-huh. So if a door has instructions on it and are uh, so that way you don't use it the wrong way, then it's a shitty design door. And I think so. It's kind of that. Like, if you have to make up your own story instead of the story that's already there, then it's not a very well told story. I disagree disagree on both, literally speaking, with the doors and also (laughs) with storytelling. (laughs) Literally speaking, because sometimes people are just stupid with doors. Sometimes people are just stupid. But the fact is, is like with the whole door thing, at least, like, it's such a common occurrence that there's actually a name for it. Like if it has a a handle, you probably know you have to pull. If it doesn't have a handle, you know you've got to push. But if it has a handle on it, you're supposed to push. push. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, though. But if it has a handle, like you're supposed to pull it, but but it has a sign on it that says to push it, then it's... uh, The fact that it needs that uh, sign to say to push it instead of to pull it, then it's a badly designed door. Okay, I guess I kind of understand. But um, I definitely disagree with the idea of relating that to storytelling, because I think there is a lot of good storytelling that doesn't ever actually explain what's going on, and you can come up with your own ideas. Like, there's a lot of, but they at least give you enough like. pieces to put together what that story is, though. Well, no, I disagree. I don't think there are. I think there are a lot of movies that do that. In fact, like a movie I like a lot that basically doesn't explain jack shit to you. You kind of come up with a lot is a uh, Cat Soup, and it kind of does that. We're like, 
I watch it and I'm like, I'm not sure what went on, but I really enjoyed this movie throughout. And like the, like it has bits and pieces, so you could kind of figure out. But there's a lot of stuff. And again, this could be because I am a fan of abstract work in general, which kind of exists to be like not have a real world relation in a lot of ways. So I don't. I just kind of disagree with the idea that you can't have storytelling. Well, I'm in saying that you, sense. Yeah, I'm saying you can have storytelling. Another movie that like. I do, and I don't like it because of how abstract it is. Is uh, THX one one three eight? Is this weird site? It was like the very first movie that um George Lucas that, that George Lucas ever did, and that movie is purposefully uh vague in a lot of ways. That it does it to a point where it's frustrating because he actually even said that he did it on purpose. But like, there actually is enough to tell a story there still, and so you get an idea. But there's like a lot of weird abstract things that just kind of go either go nowhere or just, or just never explained because he wants you just to come up with your own idea and i love and hate the movie for that same reason but it's just one of those like if you have to make up your own story to a point to where like this is only interesting because of my headcanon kind of thing then maybe it's not the best told story and that's even also said for movies that i brought to the podcast that i find interesting because of my headcanon yeah very early on pandora or Or pandora yeah and that's one of those things like because of the headcanon i find it more interesting be fair it is rather vague for the sake of being vague in that movie right like that's what i don't like like there's not a purpose on being vague in this movie so basically is you have to be told what to think <laughs> god damn it you know that's not what it is <laughs> uh, i'm sorry as much as she can <laughs> and i also have to say like okay this was written by dario argento and daria nicolotti nicolotti or whatever I don't know. It was his girlfriend at the time. Um, But the inspiration from the story came from a book. I think it was like a poetry book or something like that. But also, um, apparently, the woman that also wrote this had an aunt that, or a grandmother, I think, that went to a school. And apparently there's, like, witchcraft going on there. So that's kind of where the inspiration for the story came from. And I just kind of ran with it like that. So my joke plot twist was true. It yeah. was based on a real story. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's the thing. I think I want more out of a story from it. Like, maybe it laid that groundwork for my imagination to do the work, and I wanted it to fulfill that, and it didn't. Which, from the sounds of it, the remake does do that. It does. It It's basically story. It does... Everything that that movie does not do. It's a lot of story, a lot of historical context, a lot of... And also, the uh, uh, Jessica Harper, she's also in the remake as a different character. Yeah, like, I feel like the version of this movie that I want is the remake. It um, might be. Of course, that one's longer. So yeah, like, I don't know if that... <laughs> yeah, the, uh, from what I saw, the remake is two and a half hours long. Which is fine if it's doing something with it. Like, the thing that I got annoyed with this movie so much, and, like, admittedly, I'm going to be completely honest here. Like, I had a partial headache through the whole movie. <laughs> my tinnitus is acting up, so one of my ears are ringing like crazy, and it's really frustrating me. But, like, I got so frustrated that this movie just wasn't doing anything in the first 40 minutes, and it felt like the longest hour and a half of my life. But, yeah, I think that's one of those things. It did get my imagination going, like, to where, like, a good example of, like, that one girl and she was running away from that guy and ended up in that barbed wire room. Like, that scene would have been better if you, if it was, like, 
they used some witchy magic stuff to make it seem like she doesn't know exactly what room that she's in. So she could have been going around in circles and not known any better. But it doesn't say any of that. Like, you have to put your imagination to work to have that plot point be there. Or the fact that that girl, like, is being poisoned by the witches. And that's why she's having, like, maybe she's having these weird dreams out the entire thing. And that's why she seems like she's going crazy throughout all of it. But once again, you have to use your imagination to put that plot point into there. So, I don't know. Maybe the remake will be better if we watch it for the podcast. Maybe. At least for us on this side. Sam, I I feel, enjoys both very much. So I do. They're very different movies, I feel. But, yeah, I do like them both. That, like, that's the thing that I've heard, also, is that both of them feel like they come from the same store, basically. But they're different items in that store. Yes. <laughs> very much so. And I don't even think, I don't know if Dario Argento even liked the remake. I think he may have not. Kind of like how George Lucas doesn't like the Disney Star Wars? I, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> uh, he, he's more like George Lucas is just salty. Yeah, yeah. George Lucas is also salty like Sam. <laughs> Let's get into final thoughts. Yeah, because at this okay. point we've been talking longer than the movie is. Yeah. Um... Dry, whatever, get over it. Get, get, get it over. <laughs> get the negative out first. <laughs> okay, um, I think I kind of have said it, the whole thing. Um, like, visually, this is a very stunning movie, and it's really nice to look at, but it just doesn't offer anything else for me. Like, it doesn't keep my brain interested in anything else. It's just, it's almost like the modern equivalent of a blockbuster in my mind. Or it's the past equivalent of what a modern blockbuster is, I should say. Like, man, I really want to look at all these pretty visuals and just eat a bunch of popcorn and not think about anything else in the world for a minute. And, like, maybe if I went into this movie with that mindset of, like, not wanting something more out of it, then I may have appreciated it. But I went in expecting to be experiencing a masterpiece for the first time because that's what everybody's always told me it is. And I just didn't see the masterpiece in it. It's it's like, E, you've told me your experience. When you went to go and see... Mona Lisa. Oh, yeah. And, like, everyone hypes up, like, this is one of the greatest masterpieces of all time, and you're, like, 40 feet away, and it's, like, a 10-inch painting. Yeah. And, like, that's almost what this feels like to me um, in a very similar way, I would say. It's, like, everybody's been hyping this up for years and years to me, and I got here, and I'm 20 feet away, and it's a 10-inch painting. Like, it it just feels like I, I'm not getting it, I guess, maybe. But, like, it's also just not anything that I expected it would be. Um, I didn't enjoy my time with this movie. I'm glad if you can. Uh, I give it a three. Jesus. <laughs> Fuck you, too. <laughs> <laughs> and also, I hope fucking, I, mean, I-, I hope, like, horror fans come at you for this one. <laughs> and tell you how wrong you are about everything. If you want to tell Dre how wrong that he is, email us at the last ones in podcast Please. at gmail.com. Please. I mean, Send us your hate mail. <laughs> the worst is definitely going to be the Star Wars fans, regardless yeah. of any of this shit. <laughs> okay, well, um, ignore what you just heard. That was blasphemy. Uh, <laughs> I guess we'll go with Robbie. Don't disappoint me. <laughs> Don't be a disappointment like my brother is. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Christ. 
Did you hear that my whole life, huh? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so there are some things I do agree and disagree with. Like whenever Dry was giving his description on like expect our expectations of it, it kind of reminded me of the first time that I ever bit into an In N Out burger because that was another thing that was like super hyped up for me. And then after I ate In N Out burger, they asked me what I thought with like glee in their eyes, and I was like, I mean, it's a burger. <laughs> it's a fast food burger. Yeah, it's it's a burger. I don't know what you want from me. And like, yeah, for this movie, like. I will agree, like, it is vis- very visually stunning. Uh, it is very well remastered. Like, it doesn't even look like a movie from the 70s. It looked like it could have been a movie that was filmed a couple years ago for how well it was all filmed. And, like, the steady cam work is very well done. Um, the colors are, like I said, if you had, like, a vivid setting on this movie and cranked it to 11, like, that's what this movie is. So it's very colorful. has a very nice palette to it. It's very easy to digest with, like, all the colors that are going around with it and it's kind of also does like that you should be feeling this in this moment for what the colors is like there's a lot of like you should be feeling suspenseful because of the color red on this being or you should be feeling like something bad's gonna happen because there's blue in this color and so on and so forth with it like it's very well done visually but i will agree like there isn't like the plot is basically like you said just witches and like i will say like plot wise it things just do happen like i feel like there is more of a plot there but they didn't really do much with it. Like another thing that we touched a little bit on was the ending and like how it just ends. I feel like it's almost like they ran out of money to make this movie and they had to end it. So they just ended it on they that just set note. The so it, yeah. So they're like, just blow up that window. <laughs> but like that movie does just kind of end. So like plot wise, there's not a lot there, but it is vis- visually stunning. Audio wise, it's very well done. Like it's very well mastered, Um, which I can see like through a film school pr- perspective why this would be a very beloved film because of how well it's shot. But there's not a lot more to go on with like the plot wise. And I do get like the killings that happen in it because I've, it's not the first Italian horror movie I've seen, but like, eh, like you said, there's not a lot of width, not a lot of depth into this movie is the best way I could put it. But I'd still give it like, because my imagination did get running with it. And because there were scenes that were very entertaining with it, I would at least give it a six out of 10. Like it's, I'm teetering between a five and a six. Okay. <laughs> okay. E, you. <laughs> Hi. Um, I mean, it's kind of hard for me to rate this again. I don't have like the appreciation of the horror and stuff and the historical context and all the things around the movie. Um, again, I got lost. Uh, some of that's just on me though, not remembering who characters are, <laughs> and that happens in like half Every of the movie, movies we yeah. watch. Yeah. <laughs> So like that's that's not the movie's fault. I don't. It's kind of hard. Like I had fun a lot. I did have fun watching a lot of parts of this movie. Whether or not they're intentional is a different thing. But I don't really feel the need to separate it, in a sense, from my my enjoyment of the silliness of it all and my enjoyment of it as a movie sometimes. And I am very much the kind of person who doesn't really think there needs to be meaning to all of the media I consume. Just kind of sometimes that that probably just stems from my general view of life where I don't really see life as having an internal meaning. So I don't really see a reason to expect my media to also have an external meaning. How goth of you. Sure. <laughs> I'm going through my goth phase in my 20s. There we go. <laughs> but I don't know. Like, it's just kind of hard to rate. So don't hold too much water or whatever with my rating i'll just i'll give it like a tentative five okay and uh 
Sam, what did you think about it? I think I obviously brought this to the wrong fucking audience. Yeah. <laughs> Should have got my brother on. He probably would have liked it. He probably would have liked Maybe. it. He's better than you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> is I would agree. <laughs> I understand. Not all the fries at McDonald's have ever been this salty. I understand how some people, especially people that are not like super into this sort of horror, wouldn't like it or appreciate it. But I like it, and I like it with with every viewing. I like it more. I think. Because the first time I watched it, I was like, okay, that was weird. That was really fucking weird. I don't know what the fuck I'm watching. The music is annoying. <laughs> uh, there's not much plot. But after watching it again another few times, I I grew to appreciate it a lot more. And also watching more like um, Argento films as well, because I watched a few others like Inferno, which is which is actually connected to this one, sort of, story-wise. This is supposed to be like a trilogy, which is Suspiria, Inferno, and Mother of Tears, which came out in 2007. I haven't seen that one. It looks real bad, though. <laughs> like I said, <laughs> like I said, apparently everything that Argento put out like after mid-90s is really fucking bad. But Inferno is really good. That one came out in 1980. Um, and... Tenebrae and I think Deep Red it's called I like those films as well and he has a lot of the same style and I don't know I just have an appreciation for it because it's very he has a very like stylized way of doing movies and I like that I think I don't know it just looks cool <laughs> and I with this movie I like the atmosphere a lot and it really establishes the atmosphere at the beginning where it like opens the doors and the music starts and the doors close and it stops. It's basically like, like I said, like she's walking to another world because she is, she's American. She, this is a, her first time in Europe um, doing something totally different. Um, she doesn't know what to expect, uh, but basically like right away, sort of a, like walking to a different world it's pouring outside awesome lighting going on while she's in the cab uh, I really like the score even though they only use like two songs I really like those two songs <laughs> <laughs> like the, well, those two songs are bangers yeah like the synthy one and the other one that is just, like pure chaos um and the band that um, did the music for this is called Goblin. They're like a progressive rock band. Uh, I think they've had like different sort of names, like Goblin, Goblins. They like, had different members, but apparently we're yeah, still... It was Goblin or Nailbog for a while. <laughs> yeah. But we're also apparently still touring up until like 2021, or they were going to go on tour again 2021, but of course nobody did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so and they've also done like more scores for Argento films and stuff like that. So I, I think, yeah, it, it's chaotic and awesome and like tribalish sort of. 
and I like the score, and I like when it cuts in and out, even though you don't like it, I don't care. Um, Yes, the dubbing is weird because of how they filmed those movies back then. Yeah, there's not really any plot to it, but that doesn't bother me because I feel like it's an experience watching it. And there's a lot of like cheesy, like now, now we see like all of it is pretty cheesy, but back then it was considered like sort of extreme and like shocking a lot of the effects. Um, Yeah, but now it looks very extremely fake. (laughs) Yeah. But I like it that way. (laughs) I like the cheesiness. I like the weirdness. I like the atmosphere that it has. The lighting is really fucking cool. I don't care about the lack of story. So there you go. And I think you suck, Dry. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to be salty about it forever. I just don't understand. I just don't understand. Um, I'm going to give it a nine. Giving it a nine that it deserves. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it seems to feel like you like it for the reasons I don't. Yeah, pretty much. I don't think that that's something that can be fixed or convinced or explained. Because the reasons why I think it's bad, you think it's good. It's, so. I, I wouldn't even say good, but enjoyable. Some of it like is admittedly that's pretty fair. bad. But I like that it's bad. <laughs> We're on different sides of the bridge, Yes, Sam. we are. Me with a match and you with a bag of salt. <laughs> it's just uh, sibling rivalry. <laughs> Suck a dick. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for bringing it to the podcast anyway, Sam. <laughs> and I now own this movie on Blu-ray. It's a good movie to own. All right. Well. Let's wrap this one up, guys. E. Hi. If anybody wants to get a hold of us, where can they do that? We got a link tree that will give you access to all of the stuff that we are on. That is L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash L-O-I-P. Yeah. Uh, we got an email that you can send angry comments at. Uh, <laughs> that is the last one Zen podcast at gmail.com. Once again, that is the last one Zen podcast at gmail.com. Send us your reasons. Send us, send us your suspicious. Suspiria and Robbie. Send us your favorite Rihanna song. Yes, send us your favorite Rihanna song. Along with the cursed wine. Um, thank you, Sam. Thank you, E. Thank you, Robbie. Robbie, take us out of here. So, if you can, go out and get vaccinated. If you can't right now, or even if you are vaccinated, and you're out and about, do what you can to stay safe, stay six feet apart, wear a mask, wash your hands for at least 20 seconds, and if not, do what you can to stay home, stay alone, stay alive. And whether this is the very first time that you've listened to us, or whether you've been with us since the very beginning, thank you for listening. Yeah, thank you. All right, talk to you guys later. Later. Bye. Bye, witches. Like just read the whole thing. Thing. It's the back of the box, man. It's jacking them off. It's jacking them off. Yeah.
Okay. We, we've we've always <laughs> said when it's jack, when they're jacking themselves off before, we'll say it again. <laughs> I don't know what to think. I feel like there's a lot of negativity going on right now. <laughs> I'm canceling the shit out of you. New cast. <laughs> 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 I hope everything recorded good.